Welcome to the Brown Guy Talk Finance Podcast. Today's episode is going to be the second part of the financial tips for young adults. Now, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about knowing where your money goes and starting an emergency fund. Now, for starters, those who just joined me for the second part of the episode or you have missed out any couple of episodes prior, let me jog you through what I mean by personal finance. Personal finance is about meeting personal financial goals, whether it's having enough for short-term financial needs, planning for retirement, or saving for your child's college education. It all depends on your income, expenses, living requirements, and individual goals and desire, and coming up with a plan to fulfill those needs with your financial constraints. But to make the most of your income and saving, it is important to become financially literate. So you can distinguish between the good and bad advisors and hence from there, you can make a savvy decision. Now, for today's episode, the third financial tip for young working adults would be is to know where your money goes. Once you have gone through some few personal financial books or you had a sit down with a financial intermediary, you will realize how important it is to make sure your expenses aren't exceeding your income. The best way to do this is by budgeting. Now, one of the personal mantra I tend to use is save first and then spend. Once you see how much your Starbucks coffee adds up over the course of a month, you will realize that making small manageable changes in your everyday expenses can have as a big of an impact on your financial situation as getting a raise. In addition, keeping your recurring monthly expenses as low as possible will also save you big bucks over time. Regardless how much your salary goes up or how how big is your income, but if you can keep your recurring monthly expenses constant and low, this is very beneficial for you. If you are like me, somebody who is not, you know, like to see too much of a details or look into their finance on a daily basis or a weekly basis, one of the few things that you can do is that like me, I monitor about the amount of money I spend over a month. Rather than deducting it on a constant basis, I collect my receipts, I put them in my pile and then I make sure towards end of the month, I have a go-through of how much I have spent, whether it's on fuel, parking tickets, on some books or anything. I'll make sure I keep on track of my finance on that basis. So this is something you can pick up. And of course, in order for this to work perfectly, you need to make sure you do the first thing, which is save first and then spend. And then monitor how much you are spending. So this is where you know where exactly your money is going. And from here, you'll be able to identify where is the leakage happening. Because more often than not, when you tend to spend and don't keep track of it, this is where overspending happens. This is where you tend to overstep your budget or overlook your budget. And this is where unnecessary expenses happen, causing leakage to your overall finances. And of course, the last tip for today's episode would be to start an emergency fund. Now, one of personal finance of repeated mantras is... Pay yourself first. No matter how much you owe in a student's loan or a credit card debt, and no matter how low your salary may seem, it is wise to find some amount or 
any amount of money in your budget to save in an emergency fund every month. Ideally, if you can have three months worth of savings as an emergency fund, this is more than enough. Because the idea of this three month worth of saving is to make sure your living expenses are taken care of over the three months. Alright, not your three salaries, but rather three months worth of your living expenses should be your emergency fund in case if you happen to lose a job or lose a source of income. Now, having money in savings to use for emergencies can really keep you out of financial trouble and help you sleep better at night because you know you got a safety net that you formed for yourself. And also, if you get into the habit of saving money and treating it as a non-negotiable monthly expenses, pretty sure you will have more than just enough emergency money saved up. Now remember, the cap is to make sure 3 months worth of living expenses taken care of. Now, if you happen to have anything extra than that, this is where it is ideal to go for investments, especially dynamic investments. And of course, occasionally you can reward yourself, you know, at end of the day, we humans, you know, we like to take care of ourselves. You can reward this, uh, yeah, you can reward this by using it as your vacation money and even uh, money for your new house down payment. Now, don't just sock away all this money under your mattress. That is the most important part. Because you can only collect so much and put it under your bed. Because one of the few things that we tend to cover, uh, cover in the previous episodes was to address inflation. How inflation eats up your finances, right? Now, the idea is to not to sock it under your bed, but rather to put it into a high-interest online savings account or a de- fixed deposit or a money market account. Otherwise, like I said, inflation will erode the value of your savings. Now, remember, three months worth of living expenses as an emergency fund, plus anything above than it, I would say go for it, invest it, and of course, diversify your investment, do your conservatives before going for dynamics, and this should able to set up with you a solid financial portfolio while having your emergency fund. As a wrap up for today's episode, we covered two very important tips. One is to know where your money going. This is done by making sure you save first and then you spend. And of course, keeping track of where you are spending your money. The second tip would be to start an emergency fund at the very least three months worth of living expenses saved. Not your entire payslip, but rather your living expenses. Now, again, When you ask me what's the threshold, three to six months should be more than enough. All right. Now, with that being said, if you want to have a sit down, if you want to go through your finances, especially in times of pandemic like this, I'm opening my doors for a pro bono consultation. There's a link in the description. Fill it up and we can have a sit down with the brown guy that talks finance. Signing off, Yuva.